Demons Discuss, Take 28, the one with good intentions. Welcome to Demons Discuss, the unofficial podcast about the All Souls universe and the topics that orbit it. We are your hosts, Angela, Jean, and Valerie. I'm Valerie, and with me is Angela and Jean. Hello. Hi. Hello. Happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe it's the end of the year. And you guys might be wondering about the music, and the music is actually done by the same composer that does our normal theme, Kevin McLeod. And we like this version of the Sugar Plum Fairy. A little bit dark, a little bit ominous, a little bit crazy. A little bit demony. A little bit demony. Plus, I'm not ready to let go of Halloween there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got a little of that nightmare before Christmas flair to it. This is Halloween. That's right. It's always Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is Halloween. That's right. That would be my daughter's wish. Actually, when she was like two or three, it was my mom's birthday and they allowed her to make the wish. And she said, "I and her my mom's birthday is November 11th, but she said, I wish it was Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom was born on Veterans Day? Yes, ma'am. Wow. So she always gets her birthday off. Well, she always did. Yeah, and she was, she was <laughs> yes. a, a civilian government worker. So yes, she did. Federal holiday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was it always on the 11th? Did they always give the 11th off or was it always the Monday? It wasn't always the Monday. No, I thought it was always the 11th. Okay. It's always the 11th. This year, the 11th falls on a Saturday. So they're giving civilians the day prior off. Yes. Which is today. Yeah. Yep. We got our company message that wished everyone armistice, 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 I can't say it. Armistice greetings or reflections, I should say. So happy birthday, Angela's mom. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, Dolores. Right. (laughs) One day I'll tell her I do this podcast. <laughs> Someday she'll actually hear her birthday greetings. Is right. that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. It'll be the same day I tell my mother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this this morning. I mean, I think it's just down to our immediate families that know our nuclear family. Yes. People beyond us don't really know what's going on. Yeah. With us. Well, living in the Bible Belt South, trying to explain to someone that you're a demon usually gets you a lot more than just the side eye. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. You'll get those devil horns. Oh, my God. (laughs) Heal, child. Yeah, you get a lot of get get thee behind me, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are probably wondering about this episode. We're recording it on Veterans Day, but it will actually air during the holiday season. And because we have lives of our own and traditions of our own, we wanted to... And turkey to cook. And turkey to cook. (laughs) Or ham. Or whatever it is we cook. (laughs) Well, I mean, we are entering into cooking season in the next two weeks, which calls for much planning and endurance. Right. So we're getting ourselves holiday ready when it's actually Mm -hmm. November 11th. But And we're finding little pockets of time to record. So that's why we brought up Veterans Day, but you're probably listening to this around Christmas. So Merry Christmas to all of you. Yay. Yes, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Happy Saturnalia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good Yule to you all. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Joyous Noel. Have a cool Yule. 
I think that was on Charlie Brown or Snoopy or something. Oh, my God. That, that had to be one of like the later ones. I don't think that's from the... Yeah, no, it is a later no, one. That was on the stamp. Yeah. The cool Yule one was actually one of the peanut stamps, I think, yeah. for Christmas I knew it was a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. I love so. that. I, I think the, the Christmas version of uh, the peanuts, where they're all dancing around. Yeah. The original one. Yeah, yeah. the original one. And you have the two <laughs> twins kind of going back and forth. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing the shrug. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, oh, the pony they were no, somebody was doing the shrug and then somebody else they were doing the pony. <laughs> All I know, there were two girls who kept flipping their head back and forth in the opposite direction. Yes, and, yeah, yes, they were doing yes. the pony. They were doing the pony. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And then there was Snoopy doing his normal thing. <laughs> Yeah. Love that scene. Love the music for oh, that. I know. And then poor Linus and, and Charlie Brown trying to get everybody to like behave. It's kind of it's kind of like Matthew trying to get anybody to behave. <laughs> right, yeah. It's not happening. And that poor pathetic tree. <laughs> oh, I love the tree. Yeah. We usually have that kind of tree. If we do a tree, it's like just a little tree. It's a little sad tree. Oh. Jane's a sucker for the little sad piece. Well, tree. I know. It's loved. You, whoever has that, they love it. We usually so. get the biggest tree on the block. That's only because I said my husband and daughter are out to go get the tree. <laughs> and they come in with the biggest, most ostentatious tree they can find. And I'm like, okay, and who do you want to decorate this? <laughs> right. And is it going to decorate itself? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's kind of try to make an episode out of this. Try. We're going to do some reflections on the past year, traditions, including discusser traditions, our plans for next year, resolutions for next year, and then last thoughts. That's the plan anyway. How this episode turns out, you guys know how we roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> Into and out of the ditch repeatedly. <laughs> Which may be fun. <laughs> I know. I, I feel some Rudolph discussion coming on. <laughs> so let's start with reflections on the last year. Jean, you have any reflections you'd like to share? God, it's been a busy year for us. Demon wise. Yes. I mean, I, we got time this year. I got time with my demon girls. I got to go to New Orleans. Ah, that was like the best experience ever. It was. Guys, it especially. was. And we've got, a, oh my God, a TV show to look forward to and all of the craziness that that's been entailing. And the fact that this, gosh, we're on episode 28. Yes. Mm -hmm. and we have 33 episodes, including our special episodes out in the world. I never thought we would. By the time this goes here. out. Yeah. By the time this goes out, it'll be 34. And then add this one on top, it'll be 35. Yes. I mean, did you guys ever realize, think we were going to be here 18 months ago? No. I don't even think out like that. I don't even think like we'll be here three months from now. We just keep taking it day day by day and month by month. And that is my total reflection for this past year is this podcast. It's beyond my expectations. And I love our commitment to having a regular schedule because not only do I get to talk to you live on a regular basis versus just our, our chat box, but just connect with so many listeners. It's amazing. I'm floored. <laughs> I know. That is the biggest thing. It's like the fact that people want to hang out with us. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we 
ridiculous. Um, we, <laughs> yes. I guess it's a brand of ridiculous that people like. I don't know. Right. I tend to agree because remember the first day after we arrived in New Orleans and we were just making our way downstairs and um, Shelly and Wendy. And the only reason why I recognized them was because of their Facebook pictures. And Wendy's like, oh, the demons. And I'm like, what? Whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I blocked that out. I think uh, I was like, so, so. Yeah. Not yeah. quite, not quite the Davy Jones moment or Paul McCartney moment in the Beatles or the Monkees, but it was still pretty cool. I mean, people weren't chasing us, but it was so surreal. Yeah, very surreal. <laughs> it's like, whoa, how, how, whoa, how do you know? <laughs> huh? 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 So I do. So. Keep- Walking around in this fandom incognito is not possible, apparently. <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> but it took us five years to come out with our names. And not because we were like uber private, just because we're like, we're just the demons. We're not anybody. You were just, you know, fellow fans. We're and, not anybody special. and we are still fellow fans, just like everyone else. But it's yeah. taken us a long time to reveal, I guess, who we give, are. Yeah, give of ourselves. Because yeah. we just, I honestly, I just think it's a distraction. I mean, right. Yes. Does it, does it matter who I am? No, not really. I think we decided, well, because when we decided to do this podcast, well, can you guys think back <laughs> to when we decided? Oh, it was 18, yes. Yeah. Um, it was, after, yeah. It was 2015 when yeah. we decided. Because mm-hmm. originally when we started Demon's Domain, we did have plans to do book tubing, but the logistics of that was, okay, are we going to film ourselves or are we going yeah. to and then I'm like, oh, it's too complicated. Let's just do a podcast. And we were all hesitant to do it because there was another podcast out there. But I don't know. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, maybe we should have done it sooner. But no, everything happened the way it was supposed to, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. We did it when we were ready and when we felt it was something we could do. We didn't want to step on any toes. But like we've said before, everybody's got something different to bring to the table. Everybody's got different perspectives and we're all looking at it through different lenses. So now there are three podcasts out there and totally different perspectives. So people will pick and choose and who's to say you can't you can listen to all three of them you can listen mm-hmm. to one on monday it's one on tuesday exclusive. right it's not like we belong to a network and we're we're competing against time slots no i mean the nature of a podcast is you can listen to it on demand whenever you're ready to listen to it so i i feel like that was a little bit silly <laughs> for me to think that i was like oh i don't want to step on any toes but that's a little bit silly we should have done it sooner maybe yeah. but it happened the way it was supposed to. And the uh, being anonymous with the demon thing, you know, when we said, OK, if we're going to do this, we're going to be authentic and be ourselves. So did that freak any of you guys out? Being our- a lot. Being ourselves? Well, yeah. Yeah. Coming out as Jean, co- Angela co- and Valerie. The coming out kind of freaked me out because I just, like I said, I just don't. I guess in a sense, it's kind of like when you <laughs> when you have a new uh, boyfriend or whatever, you try to be on your best behavior. And that's probably episodes one and two. And then you get past the honeymoon stage and you're like, fuck. I just got to be be myself. I don't know how to be anyone yeah. else. I, I can't. I can't like burp quietly. I can't. You know. <laughs> I just got to be me. So that's right. That's right. You know. Sometimes it involves cursing like sailors. Right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> 
right. which is a bad habit of mine. <laughs> I could not have made it. I don't think any of us could have made it. We wouldn't have had the, di- the dynamic we do if 28 episodes or 35 episodes in, we were still being a Diana Bishop and pretending to be someone else you yeah. know, on our best no. behavior. No one wants no. us on our best behavior. No. I no. Mean. <laughs> and those who want us on our best behavior really shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Yeah, and and that's okay. I, and I'm that's to- fine. I'm totally fine with us not being your cup of tea. That's okay. Then you just listen to some other podcast or you just go dust right. or whatever you do. Right. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of other clean podcasts out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we, we still look at it that we have 10 listeners, even though we have well beyond 10 listeners, we just pretend like it's us three chatting like we always have. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, the podcast kind of took me by surprise. And it kind of took me by surprise how much planning it takes ahead of time to look at, okay, we're going to be, we're going to have a regular schedule. What are we going to talk about this mm-hmm. month? And, mm-hmm. but it does take a lot of planning. But the fact that we love doing it so much, it doesn't feel so hard. Well, and the other thing is, too, is even with the p- amount of planning we do, there's still a spontaneous. I, I think over the last year, especially, we've gotten a little spontaneous about it, too. Sure. I mean, yeah, we've got a schedule, but as far as like how our topics evolve and whatnot, it, it's we've got a real broad loose outline. Yeah, I say, yeah we have a skeleton, loose, so. but every episode is pretty spontaneous. I'm not sitting here with anything written down, and I, I mean, granted, there's Val's so good about the outline and steering us in the direction, but as far as what I'm going to say, I have no idea <laughs> until I say it. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, that's obvious in most episodes. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <I'm just laughs> wait, but wait, what about this? I just thought of this. It's funny though because I after we hit the stop button until I get all of our tracks and I start the editing process I have no idea how that episode went yeah <laughs> all we can say is oh that felt like a good episode oh uh, we'll see all right yeah. <laughs> so yeah I think my biggest thing was this year it felt like a big change the fandom grew oh yeah and we're talking oh, over yeah. we're talking overnight <laughs> yeah and these entities started popping up and I still can't track them all <laughs> I wish I could. I yeah. wish I could. Well, and it's not just all Souls fandom. It's Matthew Good. It's Teresa Palmer uh, factions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I put on Tumblr once, if you're out there and you're a fandom, raise your hand, let us know. But, you know, and once in a while, people will. Um, and actually, mm-hmm. that, t- that Tumblr post is growing a life of its own. But I mean that. If you're on, uh, <laughs> let us know you're out there. Yeah. And there's that lovely gal, the lovely young lady uh, who seems to be like the single-handed uh, Edward Bumel fan club. She's just enchanting. Yeah. And I can't think of her name for the life of me but Rosalind? she's just been no 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 no, no Rosalind's, Rosalind's with Matthew, Matthew Good, Good. There's, right. she's great there's too. another young lady um she's probably late teens early 20s who's just been such a champion of Edward and was able to like steer us all in the right direction as far as getting some background on him and some of oh, his yeah. other work because he's a very young up-and-coming actor as well yep so I mean it's nice to see those people coming into the fandom and discovering the books and yep. helping helping us see their Fandom. Yeah, because all of a sudden we're having a moment of the crossroads. I mean, if I could use that, I mean, all the roads yeah. are crossing right now. Mm-hmm. So all roads lead to Rome. Yeah. And that's going to be the premiere of the TV episode, TV show at this rate. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm watching um, one entity. They don't have a website or anything like that. And I'm kind of wondering what they're going to bring to the table. And there's another entity. And then you have your Discovery of Witches, Brazil. 
and Italia and, and Turkey and Turkey and UK and they're all I hate to just s- seems like I hate to say making noise right now they're making noise but I can't make sense of it I don't understand the language right now of the noise mm-hmm. they're making um I don't know this is not a slam on any of you if you're listening I'm just trying to you have to understand I'm not the one that's on social media of the three of us I'm the one usually in the background <laughs> well it's such early days I don't think everybody sorted out their niches yet we've been here forever and we've got our routines yeah our niche our niche and you know we are the advocates and preachers of you do you and well we know what we, everybody knows what we are good bad or indifferent yeah it's just everybody's at different different points in their reveal shall we say yeah you know, mm-hmm. in in their discovery of what you doing you is for them well yeah. I, I remember starting out way back when and i like you're like oh i can't wait till you start on twitter i'm like I don't even know what I'm going to say. I can't even think of a tweet. <laughs> I have no oh, idea. God. It was painful. <laughs> oh, me, you, you get it on Twitter? Oh, my God. I was so resistant to, to Twitter. It wasn't even funny. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do with this? Well, I do a hell of a lot with it now. <laughs> yeah. The whole reason why we enlisted Angela's help, though, was that one time you tweeted to Warner Brothers when we were doing Armitage for Claremont yes. or before we did that. And yeah. and she did it. She's like, hey, I did a tweet to Warner Brothers and they responded or liked it or something. I'm like, that's our social media, girl. E- e- I mean, <laughs> What it, what it was, and this is this still blows my mind, and I don't even know if it was because of me, but I like to think it is, is I tweeted Access Hollywood, and I said, you should have Nacho Figueres as a guest. I mean, when would he ever be on Access Hollywood? Sure as hell, like a month later, two months later, they had him and his horse on Access Hollywood. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going tw- to tweet uh, Warner Brothers now. <laughs> I, I, call, I call that stupid human tricks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then this is when me. And look where it led to, look where it led to for you. I, I know. know right? I know. I mean, it was like uh, Gene and I were talking. We're like, well, who do we know that could do that? Who knows how to do I that? Don't like, I don't. Angela had that one tweet to Warner Brothers. She's hired. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. She's she seems to know what she's doing. Right, right, right. <laughs> I had everyone fooled. Angela girl in the group. Yeah, let's get her. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we both friended you the same day. I know. Like, did. Angela, for, it was, who's, wasn't it your birthday, too? Yeah, it came up. Did you on, the day weird. after. It was like crazy, crazy town <laughs> when it came up in Facebook memories. And you're like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. We did that? Oh, that's <laughs> funny. We tag teamed you. Yeah. Happy birthday, Angela. You get us. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I did say very sentimentally in our cast reaction, the greatest gift is us. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Okay. Well. <laughs> All right. Enough of the past your past your recollection. Yes. 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 This is getting self indulgent. Oh yes. Okay. So let's go into traditions, and we'll start with some discusser traditions. I like it. All right. Who wants to go? I have one from Wendy. Yay, Wendy! Awesome. Holiday traditions. The ones I related to were going to mass, decorating with greenery, and putting stars in the decorations. My family has a unique-ish tradition on Christmas. 
Christmas Eve, we have fish chowder, pan-fried fish, french fries, and coleslaw for supper, and then we go to midnight mass. My sister and I always get new PJs to wear for Christmas, and we usually end up watching Harry Potter movies and playing games on Christmas Day. Have a great week, ladies. Wendy. Yay, Wendy! I like Yay. that. I'm coming over to her house. Ooh, Sounds fun, minus fry. all the fish. Know. But, you know. Well, for you. For me. Have some burgers, Wendy, and we'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> How about crab rolls? Will you eat that, Bill? Ooh. Yes. Or, or lobster rolls? Lobster, lobster rolls. rolls, yes. Yes, yes. I want to know about the coleslaw. That. Vinegary or creamy? I like the vinegary. I like the vinegary, so too. Mm, delicious. Mm. Okay, Wendy, you need to send us your coleslaw recipe. <laughs> Just saying. Mm. Jean, who do you okay. have? I have one from Lisa. Hello. I have a unique holiday tradition my mom did. On December 5th, we put our shoes outside our bedroom door along with all our dolls. In the morning, all the dolls would be gone and a small present, usually a book for me, would be in our shoes. On Christmas morning, all the dolls would be under the tree in new outfits. I truly remember thinking the elves made the clothes, but of course it was my mom who stayed up late sewing and knitting the new clothes. My mom has been si- very sick for a couple of months, so I treasure each and every memory I have. I've had to put reading on hold while I take care of my mom and work full time, but I love your podcast. Lisa. Thanks, Thank Lisa. you, Lisa. Thank I, you, Lisa. I love that about the I dolls. I think it's that so is cool. adorable. And we do something similar to, not the, the dolls takes it to another level. I think that's awesome, but we definitely do St. Nick in our house and you put our stockings out. We, even the adults hang them on the chim, uh, excuse me, the fireplace mantle on December 5th and St. Nick comes overnight and leaves you candy and books and treats and stuff like that. And I always thought it was a thing. I thought everyone did that, but apparently in Milwaukee, since we're heavily German influenced, uh, only we did. So when I sent Harlow to school with her St. Nick stuff, not everyone in her classroom gets St. Nick stuff. So I don't know how she explains it away or how it's explained. But is Elf in a Shelf a thing with uh, the kids around you? Yeah. She, I, I, once again, she's asking for one. And once again, I'm saying no. She's no. Already, she doesn't need one. I agree. She's. Uh, I'm going to get all Sarah on her one day and be like, grow up. <laughs> no. <laughs> you already have. Just no. There's just no to Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, you I have, have a mom. <laughs> yeah, I have strong opinions about Elf in the Shelf, but I won't go into it right now, little yeah. Satan. <laughs> and I don't even believe in Satan. Little, yeah. cre- oh, little creepo God. stalker. Informer. <laughs> yeah. Little, little <laughs> narc. Stasi informer. Right. It's very Eastern. The Elf on the Shelf is very East German. Right. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Screw that guy. Mm. All right. So I have one from New England, Angela. Okay. So from New England, Angela, Page Family Christmas traditions. Well, most Christmases Mr. Page is working, so don't, we don't usually have too many regular traditions. However, we always seem to be doing something festive in December. The Nutcracker. Yes, Mr. Page loves going to the ballet in Boston <laughs> and watching a Christmas carol perform live on stage in a theater near us. Christmas strolls in the local town near us. But every year, no matter what we watch, Christmas vacation while we decorate the tree. I love that. I mean, seriously, who doesn't love Cousin Eddie? Angela. I'm st- I'm st- I still haven't gone past Mr. Page at the ballet. I love that. I, I, I know. I know. And I, we, when we still lived in Detroit, we used to go to the Nutcracker downtown every year with a bunch of our friends and get all dressed up. And that was just 
It was fun. Yeah, I agree. I love love going to Nutcracker. I always made my mom take me and she hated every moment of it. But being the mom she was, she did it. That's what you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's huge here in Seattle. The Seattle Ballet puts on Nutcracker every year. It's always sold out. We still, as much as I've tried, we still cannot get tickets. I think someone's always buying tickets out there. Wow. Mm. Wow. But yeah, I I also relate to to Angela as far as the whole not really doing much on Christmas because the spouse is working because for a lot of years, Alan was always the one on call for Christmas. So we never really made very many plans. Right. Um, but we used to have one tradition, not so much here in Texas because we can't accomplish it anymore. Mm-hmm. We'd go out for a drink on Christmas Eve. Oh. Like out to a bar or out to a restaurant and bar and have a drink on Christmas Eve. And we'd always run into the most interesting people in, especially in Detroit even, um, but always in Las Vegas because there are always characters celebrating Christmas in Vegas. So. <laughs> you never know what you might find, man. <laughs> yeah, you never know what you'd get, but yeah. But our, our best one was in Detroit. It was one of the, the old Detroit or near downtown. It was an old Irish pub in an old building and the snow was coming down. You could see it out the windows and we were sitting next to a retired uh, Detroit police officer and had kind of a bizarre conversation with him, but it was Christmas hmm. and he was kind of an odd Christmas angel. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all I'll say about that. Uh, so. Angela, do you do anything else besides the St. Nick stuff? Is there no, anything I, traditional that's kind of a little bit off the beaten path? Not really. No, I, I wouldn't say so. Uh, we have a discrepancy in our house when to open up gifts, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And we've now, con- I've converted to Christmas Day. We always did Christmas Eve, but Brad's family always this Christmas Day. But it's nothing off the beaten path. We have just good old fashioned food, family, love, you know, reflection. But I wouldn't say anything uh, out of the ordinary. And, and we're, the kids are getting to the age where they want to go to midnight mass. So we'll start doing that. Mm, I think the only thing weird, it's not weird. I don't think it's yeah. weird. But the only thing we kind of did, um, our kids, when they were young, they got to open one present on Christmas Eve. One. Yeah. And right at midnight. So it was technically Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. And um, I mean, that's all they do because after they quit believing in Santa Claus and that whole thing, Mm -hmm. if there's any kids listening, there is a Santa Claus. I was just kidding. But (laughs) (laughs) after they quit doing that, they would, uh, as soon as the gifts get wrapped, we'd put them under the tree and they'd start scoping out the present. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm going to open up first. That's that's the one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and they shake them. And I loved it because the guessing game was hilarious. But also Christmas Eve, uh, this is before we went to England. There we lived in... Delaware. And there was this one house that used to, I mean, this guy put on a show. He, he'd light up his whole house. There were choo-choo trains. There were, and I'm sure nowadays he probably has the music show going on his house, you know, Mm -hmm. that whole deal. Synchronization. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time we used to drive him up there and that whole neighborhood used to compete with each other. So yeah, we just make a slow procession and the kids would be amazed at all these lights when when I used to put up lights, it'd be around a wreath and we'd put that on the front door. Good. I'm good. <laughs> right, right, right. 
<laughs> because, you know, when you're busy, you don't have time to deal with all these lights and everything. So I figured the tree and the reef at the front door was good enough for me. Yeah. But what we did was we take the kids to other people's houses that put on these displays. And we yeah. still do it today. Um, we didn't do it so much in England because we didn't know where to go. I don't know. The weird thing about where we living, the British don't tend to like excess like Americans do. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Well, and, and, I mean, not only is there a lot of stifling going on, but they don't have a lot of room either. I mean, real estate wise. No, they yeah. don't. They don't. So normally it's usually like a little tasteful light display and then they have their Christmas trees in the house. So there wasn't a whole lot to look for. But when we got back to the States in Washington, there are plenty of show offs around here. So we used to drive around and scope out all the places and we still do it today. So my kids will be over and then we will go out, get in a car and <laughs> drive, around. drive around and look right. bag on people's displays. Because sometimes when you drive by a house, it just looks like somebody that ate a whole bunch of lights threw up on a house. Right. But sometimes, oh. you know, <laughs> but sometimes it looks very nice and and then we'll, oh. we have a rating system and all. Oh, see, yeah. you guys have got to come down to Texas one year for Christmas with us, the whole family, because... My girlfriend lives in this neighborhood in Arlington called Interlochen, and their Christmas display kind of competition is so, it's infamous. Really? I, I mean, they are so over the top, and there are some that are just downright bizarre. We were laughing. In fact, I don't know. You may have seen some of those Facebook posts I shared over the years, but there's this one house where they like to use mannequins. What? <laughs> yeah, right. there's mannequins in display, including one who looks like, yeah, I think it's supposed to be an angel, but it's like in this scary, like, Salvation Army wedding dress. She looks like the, the, the ghost bride and the little drummer boy. I mean, there is something seriously disturbed about the way this whole display ends up coming together. And it's just bizarre. Are there any pictures of this online? I, yes, I, I shall find some for you because the, the ghost bride is, and it has to be seen to be believed. And then, of course, you've got with the advent of all the light up, blow up things and that. Mm-hmm. And some people do a really excellent job and a lot of people do the old school lights all over the house. But you always got three or four who just, it's like the total WTF moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and the little drummer boy and the and the demon bride are one of them. They're all in the same display. That's the best part. We should try to find that to put in the show notes. About oh, I want to see it. I will. I, I will consult with uh, my friend Sally and track it down for you oh, because. Awesome. That's always her. That's her holiday tradition every year is to to go hunt down the ghost bride in the neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> and the little drummer boy. That's so random. We do we do have it's, it's like bizarre and random. Very. Yeah, we had a neighbor wait. This is not even his holiday, but it was winter time. Um, put a mannequin on his front lawn, and it was dressed in like one of those Elmer Fudd furry hunting hats, and then like a, a white kimono. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> And the kids were like, look at that. So I went to go, I went to go look, get a close. Yeah, I took a picture. I think I might have it still. I know I posted on Facebook a long time ago on my profile, but I I remember the the Elmer photo hat. Yeah, because I, the kids are like, let's get a closer look. Well, I went to get way too closer look and our tires had like no traction. I ended up getting stuck in their driveway. Like, (laughs) oh my God. Imagine going to their door. I can't get out of your driveway because I was looking at your mannequin. Keeping on your weird (laughs) mannequin. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord. gosh. So I this ha- is why I'll never decorate my house, because people like you would mock it. Yes. And I had to go get a shovel, and I, the nanny and I were digging out the car. and Not my nanny, their nanny. Um, oh, my God. And I, I got back spasms as a result, and the rest is history. <laughs> Damn kimono. Yes. <laughs> God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Anyways, back out of the ditch. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't the ditch we were just on the shoulder of the road i know the theme of this this i'm just gonna yank the wheel a little bit <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's at that um shoulder where they've got all those little ridge things in case you fall asleep on the yes road start, start like the rumble strips the right. yes exactly <laughs> we just hit some rumble strips we're okay i always picture our podcast as this old beat-up station wagon with the wood grain <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's the only kind of station wagon there is. I know. If, you don't have, if you don't have wood grain, you ain't shit. That's right. <laughs> and it's me driving sometimes. Sometimes I'll have Angela take the wheel and Gene's just in the back, just making faces at everybody else. I was going to say, sometimes I'm driving, you two are sitting in the back and facing I'm seat. There, I'm sitting in that back seat that flips up and the yeah. cargo hold, like waving at the truckers. <laughs> Trying to get them to honk their horn. <laughs> okay, now we're in the ditch. <laughs> that is definitely the ditch. <laughs> definitely the ditch. <laughs> All right, so let's transition into our plans next year. No, 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 no. I still have one more. Oh, you have more. Okay, go ahead. Dr. Shelley. Dr. Shelley. Yes. Okay. Salutations, ladies. For holiday traditions, I have a large extended family. We do lots of events between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So by Christmas, we are tired of traditional food. Christmas lunch for us, therefore, is seafood gumbo. Well, you better send us the recipe, Shelley, or we won't be friends anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Huh. (laughs) Food traditions. Okay, do you guys have any weird food traditions? Mm. We're not big fans of turkey in our house. Okay. So we usually make a couple of chickens and a ham. Hmm. It's not that weird. We tried a turducken one year, though, and that wasn't so bad, but it was like a thing. Yeah. We had to try it. They have the dessert version of the turducken. Oh, well, what is that? Oh, good Lord. It is a pumpkin pie inside of an apple pie, and the apple pie is inside of a spice cake. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It's a bakery down. No, it's a bakery down in, in Houston that does it. Weighs 22 pounds and it serves like up to 30 people. <laughs> Have you tried it, though? I've heard people... I know somebody who did, and it was actually quite good. Okay. <laughs> because, well, you mean when you've got the pump, the, the, the pumpkin and the spice cake complement each other, and then the apples. I mean, it's not like a weird combination of no. flavors, yeah. per se. Hmm. And I certainly wouldn't try it at home, because I can't imagine that the everything would crust up and cook evenly and correctly. But I think you can order it directly from the bakery, but it, it's insanely amazing. Ooh. And it has lots of cream cheese frosting. Hmm. So there's... You know, a dessert trick, a turducken. Well, you said, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, you asked if there's any weird traditions. Well, my daughter and my husband tend to get together and recipe search, you know, best in, burst in the world, oh. best pie in the world, best uh-huh. this in the world, best everything in the world. And they usually try it around the holidays. Okay. Um, this last year, they tried something and it wasn't the best of the world. It, was, it wasn't the best of anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. Even Robert was like, oh, we got to throw that out. It was uh, grape pie hmm. with rosemary. There's a reason there's what? not a popular grape pie. <laughs> 
That's why Great Pie is not what? a Baker Square. Um, <laughs> we tasted it and we're like, uh, this is me yeah, and my no. son. We were like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> it, had, uh, it, it had all the traditional fillings of a pie, but you treated the grapes as you would apples. But it had rosemary in it. And I'm like, whoever ate this and enjoyed it? It was terrible. It was, oh. Well, yeah. They, they <laughs> oh, God, marijuana no. is legal I'm, in your state, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, although to, to pair it up with that would be more, I think it would be somewhat medicinal because that's about the only way I'd probably eat a combination of rosemary and grapes like that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's just frightening. That is yeah. very frightening. We do uh, turkey, obviously, for Thanksgiving, but once in a while, if we're ambitious, we'll do turkey mole. So we'll we'll envelop the whole turkey in a homemade mole sauce, which is not easy to make. It's and it's not difficult to make, but it's one of those recipes where you, it's, there's like 85 steps to it because you have to... And isn't, it time, isn't mole time-consuming? Extremely. Extremely. And in fact, Brad and I were trying to latch on to some shop checking out in front of us who we could tell by their ingredients on the conveyor belt they were making mole we're like what time should we be over <laughs> mm. but other than that for mm. Christmas we do ham and lamb lamb on the grill uh, ham Ooh, in the oven good. and then we always get a fruitcake from the sisters of St. Francis of Assisi and it's not the doorstopper kind it's these homemade delicious non-filler two pounders that are absolutely scream Christmas so that's I guess a tradition oh, of ours yum I gave Robert his Christmas present early since I'll mm -hmm. be working and won't be there to provide cooking assistance. And we bought him a Traeger smoker Ooh. and he swears he's all ready to smoke a turkey and a ham oh. at one time. <laughs> smoke turkey is yeah. delicious. Yep. Yeah. Even if you guys don't really care for turkey, smoke turkey is delicious. It's so yes. juicy and delicious. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing we ever, we, we did smoke, we smoked turkey and we smoked ribs in our, when we had a smoker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they were both delicious. So, I mean, I don't dislike turkey. It's just, I'm not yeah. itching to. You're indifferent. Yeah. You're indifferent. yeah. For the work, it's like, yeah. Yeah. No, I prefer the ham. Thanks. But. Yeah. I mean, I, I, turkey itself it's like okay uh, I'm not one that eats the leftovers all weekend long because what I I really look forward to after the turkey is making turkey a la king mm, yummy I'll be honest with you because I do turkey a la king and I do the like the puff serve it on the puff pastries as leftovers after we get back to work after you know Cyber Monday and whatnot mm. and that's better than you know eating turkey sandwiches and I'm not a cranberry person oh. from any stretch of the imagination but what uh, the one thing we do every year is on Christmas Eve, we do homemade tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, yummy. Mm, that sounds mm -hmm. good. Uh, it's an old uh, Silver Palette cookbook tomato soup recipe. And thank God for Trader Joe's because now they carry raclette, which makes the best grilled cheese yummy. because the cheese melts perfectly. Mm. So that's what we do. And then on Christmas, it's like, well, what are we in the mood for? Since it's usually just the two of us, we go back and forth between sometimes we'll do roast uh, prime ribs. Some years we'll do lamb. It just, it just depends. Nice. So. Do you, either of you go to the movies Christmas Day? I was going to say Godfather 3 came out on Christmas Day and it's been a oh, not a tradition. If there's a movie that 
is good to see, we'll go see it on Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, we do no, it too. We, we don't. We don't really do that. Um, only because it seems like in Texas everybody does it. So it's like okay, no. it's going to be a big fat crowd. You have no. nothing to you have nothing to deter you like here in Chicagoland, like two feet of snow. So not everyone does it here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's just like yeah. It's like, okay, ter- church is done. We're all sick of each other. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> yeah. Unless of course there's a Cowboys game, and then if the Cowboys play on Christmas, then that's you true. Get into the theater, but yeah, they just opened up this huge IMAX theater around us. So I think we're going to try that out this Christmas. Ooh, and there's going to be a Star Wars one, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And our theater, well, it's not our theater where we moved to, but where we used to live. That mm-hmm. thing is expanded where they have a bar and nice. Ooh, yeah, that's always a plus. And they have like a VIP lounge and it's a VIP theater, which is awesome because um, only 21 and older. And what you do is you go to the counter and order your candy, your snacks and they have actually meals there and wine and beer mm-hmm. and then they give you a buzzer like they used to give you at restaurants and then you go to your seat they have these nice big wide seats cool. and then when your buzzer goes off you hold it up in the air and then somebody will bring you your order so no waiting oh, in line cool. no one waiting in line for popcorn it's really really cool so yeah we're gonna check that out that's the only thing I think I miss about where we used to live the theater was spectacular but no, we'll go. make the 15 mm-hmm. minute drive All right. So are we ready to go to plans next year? Do sure. we have any plans next year as demons? As demons. <laughs> well, we, we don't Philadelphia. know. Yeah, Philadelphia. That's true. Yeah. Also, it's kind. We don't know what the TV show is going to bring. We're assuming that's uh, fallish of 2018. So yeah. you never know what's going to happen with the podcast yeah. and our and, blog and posts. And with the book tours. Yeah. I mean, we've got two book tours we're hoping to report to you about. Right. The one for the world of all souls as well as the new Marcus book. So I guess we've got a lot of travel on the schedule for 2018 demons yeah we're gonna have to start paying in the swear jar <laughs> yeah i mean we I you, you never know about the various uh comic cons san diego and new york you never know what it could happen with those two yeah, yeah. you don't sound excited gene uh, <laughs> i'm just i'm just thinking that with our luck it's all, everything's gonna end up all packed together i was thinking you know when you mentioned uh we don't know what's gonna happen with the podcast what's gonna happen with the podcast is we're gonna it's do it's gonna blow up we're gonna we're gonna do eight <laughs> episodes back to back to back weekly because we plan on covering in each and every one of those episodes but I was just thinking of the editing I'm like, oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're going to be busy demons but you know we're just going to yeah. have to savor the time that we have and this is kind of why we're recording on Veterans Day for Christmas so also <laughs> please please bygones in advance in case the show notes get very succinct during the actual run of the show. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We do detailed show notes. (laughs) We might give you homework instead of uh, actual. (laughs) (laughs) Report back to us. Yeah. Uh, You know, I might put a little outline in there, but they're not going to be timestamped because we'll have a week in between to produce these. So um, don't expect the detail that we've been giving you for the books. But also the TV, I don't imagine it's going to be as detailed of the, of the books. Oh, no. Because I don't think they're going to go that deep into the TV show. They might yeah. allude to certain things, but, you know, we're not going to have to come up with obscure references to uh, point no. you to. It's going to be fun and to compare do, and contrast. I mean, that's yeah. always going to be like our, that'll be our wrap up for the season. Yeah. And then at the end of every episode, we are planning to uh, compare and contrast the TV show to the books mm-hmm. at the end of every episode. So people that who have not read the books can stop 
stop it right there. And then we can go on with predictions or whatever. I don't know. It's not fully mm-hmm. fleshed out. We're still talking about it. But yeah. But the travel next year, I expect mm-hmm. that to be amped up. And we'll also be continuing on with our chapter recaps and fun episodes along the way about characters and yeah. category, you know, themes and categories. We I mentioned the fashion episode in our last our last uh last thoughts. Mm-hmm. And you know, in twenty eighteen you'll get to hear us talk all about Galaglass, so there's that to look forward to. Yay! Lots of Galaglass fans, so I don't know. I'm kinda know. I'm kinda worried about what's gonna well, I'm not worried in the sense where I dread. I'm worried as far as um so- enough hours in the day. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's what I that's what I'm worried about, enough hours in the day. But considering the famine that we've gone through for the past five years, this feast is I mean, I'll take it. And yeah. we don't we don't yeah. have to we can only do what we can do and that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Snap out of it, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> and who's to say we can't catch up in the off season on all the little tangents? Right. Yeah. So I think we'll go on a break and then we'll do last thoughts and things we can't let go of. Yay! Yay! Listeners, you can find this show wherever it is you like to listen to your favorite podcast shows. Apple Podcast users, we'd love it if you've left us a five-star rating and a review that helps us get found. Also, if you have some like-minded people around you, tell a friend. Tell them about us. Give the gift of demons. Follow us on social media. We are Demons Domain or Demons Discuss. Email us directly. We are at DemonsDiscuss at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail. Now, there's two ways you can do that. Give us a call at 360-519-7836. Or you can reach us on SpeakPipe, and that is speakpipe.com slash DemonsDiscuss. Now, if you want to participate in our episodes, you can become a discusser and how you do that. You go to DemonsDiscuss.com. Dot com. Scroll down, fill out the little short form, put your name and email address in there. Then there's that spammer code. So be sure to fill that out Then click submit. And that's it. You become a discusser and we'll send you emails once or twice a month. And then you can participate in each show. One last thought and I'll let you be. Visit our home base. That is demonsdomain.com. Everything we're doing is going to be found on that website. Giveaways, articles, news, see Angela's adventures in the All Souls universe. She's got many. We can't wait to hear from you. See you on the internet. My last thought is also my resolution. I'm going to try not to be so rambly when we get together and talk because sometimes I, I do drive us off the road quite a bit. But those are fun diversions. Just, well, they're only fun diversions. They really get the wheel spinning where we think of things and we, you know, we'll all contribute. And that's even for in our in our discussion group that, you know, you, you, you are the impetus for a lot of good discussion and thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> but it's like, oh, we veered, so we have to work our way back. <laughs> Good point. Mm, let me Good see. Point. Do I have any resolutions? Not to say you know so much. I think I've edited out so many you knows when I talk. It's unbelievable. Oh, I'm not going to go there even. That's not, I, can't, I can't even <laughs> begin to have a resolution on my podcasting style. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, though. I do. <laughs> I think Jeez. we're all very self-critical because what you guys think is wrong with whatever. It entertains me. I, I love it when she- <laughs> 
I love it when Jean veers. I love it when Angela goes on her staccato rants and it's like, oh, <laughs> stand back. <laughs> she, just, she just invoked that t- tone of voice. We're all in trouble. Right. <laughs> Damn. No, I am going to try to say, you know, less. That's the one thing. I, I mean, there's about eight different crutch words that I use when we record, but I'm just going to work on one at a time. You know, that's it. Well, keep your hearty laugh. Never lose that because that every time I listen to us, that that also keeps me going. So <laughs> <laughs> apparently I think everything is funny. <laughs> you do. That's what keeps it light, though. <laughs> And that's what makes me like keep saying things because I'm like, okay, well, at least Valerie laughed at it. <laughs> well, and, then I, and then you've got Angela, which is her her counterpart of okay, okay. So all your laughing is just perfect, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I know when we need to move on when Angela goes okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, if you okay. got the, the okay with the so, you're in trouble. <laughs> right. Maybe I'll, I'll, maybe that'll be my resolution. I'll no, keep that, that so up. No, it keeps no, us you must, <laughs> you must, you must keep that. Maybe my resolution to be to swear more to fill up the jar. I don't know. <laughs> gonna, oh, there you go. We're going to need the cash, though. <laughs> yeah. No, in all seriousness, it was my resolution last year and it was to be more kind. And I'm still a work in progress. And I, I'm maybe work on my patience. It should also be there because as we all joke, I'm very impatient and I like to think I'm kind, but I, it never could hurt to be a little more patient and kind. So maybe there, that's it. Your actual resolution. Yes. Oh, do you want my actual resolution? resolution not to let other people bother me so much. I like that one. It's going to fail. It's going to fail miserably, but I'll put it out there in the universe. Hey, you got to put it out there. That's right. Probably for me to be more engaged because I tend to hole up. And I think that was my resolution last year. <laughs> well, the, being more, this podcast counts as being more engaged. Yes. Yes. But see, in my head, I don't think it's being engaged. I feel like I'm talking to you guys and 10 other people. So. Yeah, but you were good at the, you got out of your shell at the con. You were very engaged. You were probably more engaged than I was. It's true. It's true. So you resolved your resolution. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Achieved. You achieved your resolution. I find myself on social media, though. I tend to back off. Um, When you guys are telling me things that are going on on Twitter or various groups or on Facebook, and I'm like... What do you mean? <laughs> I'm all totally oblivious. Yes, discretion is a better part of valor, actually. <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't even, I didn't even know that was a thing. Okay. <laughs> all righty then. Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, I find myself speechless. That's weird. <laughs> that is very weird for you. It is weird. I don't think we're ever very speechless. I think, I think of it, we're just resting. That's right. Or just pausing to it's, reflect. Yes. It's kind of a, it's kind of a mental sigh. Yes. Right. All right. So I don't have anything else. Do you guys? No, I look forward to 2018 with everyone. I like my expectations are blown out of the water with our reviews, our discusser feedback, our listeners that are, it's growing leaps and bounds. Valerie will tell us now we have nine listeners in Columbia or wherever. It blows me away and I am so appreciative and I look forward to 2018 with everyone. It's mind boggling and, and God, you guys are the reasons we do this yeah yeah thank you definitely thank you as long as you're listening we'll keep talking <laughs> i know because if no one's listening are we even making a sound 
<laughs> That's profound. I am being philosophical. I know. Mm. Thank you, audience. Thank you for putting up with us yet another year. And we thank you for all of the great feedback. All of the discussers, thank you. All the participants in our Facebook group, thank you. All of you who are just listening, who just tune in just to listen. And, you know, if we're just background noise to you. Thank you, too. Hopefully you heard yes. that. You're not tuning us out. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and on that note, I guess we can say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Peace out. Demon kiss. Mwah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.